This is Dramatic Chit Chat. I am Nay, and I'm talking about the return of E-Man Ho in the Netflix drama, The King Eternal Monarch. We are covering the first half today, the first eight episodes. I've never really been big on Lee Ho, and I think that the reason is his dramas just don't really appeal to me that much. His acting is always is good. I've never had a problem with his acting or him personally. It's just the dramas. Legend of the Blue Sea, I was really loving it until, and, and nothing happened in the drama. It's just I was watching it on a bench, and I got until about episode 11, I think. And the band stopped and went back to work, and I just never picked it up again. Um, so nothing happened in the drama, but it's been about a year, and I haven't gone back. So at this point, I feel like I would have to start all over again. Boys Over Flowers, I did finish. But um, it's not it's not one of my favorite dramas by any stretch of the imagination. And then Personal Taste, only got through episode one. I haven't gone any further. Airs, I did finish. But even with Airs, I loved all the secondary stories. That's what kept me going back to Airs. It was not his story. And I think that was more of a Park Shin Hay thing. I just wasn't feeling the matchup. Um, and I think it was, is it Wu Bin who was the the second lead? I I wasn't really suffering any like second lead syndrome, but I feel like they would have been a better pairing. And so it just wasn't, he's just never been my guy. So when they came out with this drama, with this announcement, he was back from the military and he was going to be doing this drama. And it was from the woman that wrote Goblin, Descendant of the Sun. Also, I believe she also did Airs, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And so many other ones. So I was excited about this. Like, okay, I can finally get the even Ho hype. <laughs> like, come on, let me love this drama. And so far, I'm all. This is the first half. So so far, I am loving this drama. And I was waiting for a good number of episodes to be downloaded on Netflix to start. Um, and so I was avoiding spoilers and everything else. So I didn't know much about it. Like I thought it. I was pretty sure it was a time jump drama, which I was sort of wrong about. We'll get to that. So, but when so after I watched episode eight, I'm like, oh, this is great! I love this. It was so fun because I actually finished all eight episodes in a weekend. I wasn't planning on it. I was planning on like uh, just one, a couple episodes at a time, one at a time, something like that, to give a chance for the other half to be downloaded on Netflix. It didn't work out. I was so into it, and then so after I finished, I go. To look at stuff that I couldn't look at before. And everybody is throwing so much shade at this drama. And I'm like, what? This is great. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm confused as I don't know what. <laughs> but we're only in episode 8. So maybe the confusion will go away. And also with this writer, people are saying that it, the world doesn't make any sense. And they're not wrong. But I also feel like with Goblin and like the the death world and the rules of death and the tea room, I feel like that was never really solid. Like they gave you rules, but they didn't really follow them. And 
random stuff happened. Like some guy who had to use the bathroom real bad was able to run into the tea room. And they tried to make it seem like if you have enough determination, you can do anything. No. Mm-mm. No, no. Didn't buy that for someone having to go to the bathroom real bad. So I I didn't really expect... I don't know if everybody else thought Gobbler just had this great explanation of things. But knowing what I know about her world building and that, I wasn't really expecting a solid world building in this. It's just one girl's opinion. Don't come for me. So I guess that's why I wasn't too like butthurt over it. Now I do I do expect, I hope that we get some more detail because I mean I read a lot of novels, especially like dystopian, and you do need to have some rules established. And with this drama, my problem is also it seems to be no repercussion for them jumping into these different worlds. At least not at this point. You know, I feel like, I mean, so far we've had Eamon Hole, we've had, um, what's her name? Uta, Uta, um, the police officer, his girlfriend, uh, Captain Joe, Lee Lim. Um, it's so many people who've gone back and forth between this world, and Eamon Hole has done it like three or four times, <laughs> and we don't have any repercussions. Like, time stops when he goes into this next world for like a split second, but that's it. Like, nothing happens. There's no repercussions, so you can just go back and forth all the time. And not only that, you don't even have the whole flute. You only have half the flute. So it seems like it will be some issues with that. And so that that is my biggest problem. I think we need to have something to happen as a result of them going back and forth so much. I mean, it's just like, we can do this all willy-nilly, no problem. And I just thought that if in most books that I read, it would be some something that would be a fallout for them going back and forth so much. And in this case, it just seems like no one cares. There's nothing. We can just do this all the time. And I'm just a little, hmm, about that scenario. And when we started the drama, like I said, I thought we were going to be doing time jumping. So we started back in like 800 or something. <laughs> and then we get to, and the screen did tell us what year, but I guess I didn't catch it the first time. So we get to Eamon Ho's father, the king at the time, being murdered by, uh, I believe the uncle is Lee Lim, um, his the illegitimate son. So he wants power, and he goes and he kills the king. And he tries to kill Eamon Ho um, as a young prince, but he survives. I mean, he gave, like, for this, I will say this, this little boy, he was about, like, 9, 10, it seemed like. He gave, he gave a good fight. Like, he could barely lift that sword, but he was doing it. Like, he gave a good fight against his uncle. Uh, but then someone comes down, right when he's supposed to die, uh, someone comes down from, like, the ceiling. They break the glass roof or something like that, and they fight him off. It's like a distraction. And he drops a license, like an ID, for the police officer. And so, um, I don't, okay, so we'll go, we'll, we'll go back to that. But, so, um, Emin Ho becomes king at this point, 
And we get this whole thing of him mourning his death and a father's funeral. They brought in the prince, um, who's the second in line. And he's an older guy. I'm not really understanding the secession. So they might have explained it, but whatever. He's <laughs> he's the second in line. He's a professor. So they bring him in because Eamon Hall is kind of young. They bring him in I, more as, as an advisor, it seems. Um, and just to have some type of family there. And so he comes in and we get the um email host put on the throne we get his ceremony and this whole time i'm still thinking we're in a Joseon era because everything around the palace is very historical looking they're closing they're clothing the palace itself everything looks very like Joseon era so i'm thinking we're still in that era and then they introduce him to um, the Captain Joe, who's well, a young boy at this point, but he he's gonna be Captain Joe when he grows up. So Eamon Ho gives him a sword, and they're still like ten. He gives him his toy sword that lights up, and that's when my mind stops, and I'm like, what? Like, where did he get this like Toys R Us style light up sword? So I go back and rewind. <laughs> We're about 30 minutes in, I guess. So I go back and rewind to the beginning of the episode. And there's so much that just threw out hints that no, we're in a more modern era. <laughs> I don't know where my mind was, what I was doing. But we end up, it was just like, I mean, it was public transportation, <laughs> people's clothing. The news was covering the death of the king. So we got all these like TV programs and interviews. The prince, the professor who came into town, got off a private jet. And so it was just like all these things <laughs> from modern times. And I don't know where I was. My mind must have just been gone at that point. But anyway, so I rewind. Um, I gave it a second go. <laughs> And I'm I'm really into the story. Like I'm enjoying it. Uh, my favorite so far is Wu Du Ha and um Du Ha, sorry, is the actor's name. And he is oh, he's so gorgeous, y'all. And and soon because he's a little boy when he enters the show, you know, he enters as his little friend, they grow up together, he becomes the captain of the guard. But when they show him as an adult the first time, He's in like this suit and these sunglasses just looking, oh, and I had to stop and be like, who is that? Because, oh my God, he is the new boo. So we got Park Sojun, Ji Chan Wook, <laughs> now him, <laughs> Du Haha, Park Hun Suk, and Jasper Lu. Those are the boos. But I was like, oh, I was like, where? I was like, what in the world? Where is this? Who is this guy? So I had to stop Google for a bit. And turns out, like, I've seen some the list of stuff he's been in. The only other thing I saw him in was Tempted. And it was good. He was he was cute in that. But he was playing like a high school boy. So I guess my mind wasn't really seeing him as, whoa, he's hot. But, whoo, let me tell you, this man that's student sunglasses... Like I said, I stopped the show and had to Google. He is gorgeous. And he's the... Per, I think he, he is the best character so far to me. And and he's in both worlds. And several characters are. 
but he's such a standout and I think it's because he's so stoic and just proper and I mean he has to be he's a guard to the king in the one world but in this other world <laughs> he's just like this goofy guy and it and the way that he plays both is just so very excellent he, he, you even his mannerisms are different. I love when people can like even with like the crown clown. I just love when they can play two people, and it really seems like two different people. And also kudos to the people who doing like the fashion and wardrobe because it really does help the way they uh, to have them look so different. But he just he really pulls it off. I love him in both worlds. By far my favorite character, and right off the bat, from scene one, they, the the scene where they show him is in dog. They're at like, I think it's a rowing event for the the king is participating in, but it's like a crowded event. So he's upstairs looking down on everything, and there's this girl in the audience, and she has her camera. Um, and I'm thinking she's a photographer for like a newspaper or something, but she comes in later, and works at the palace. Um, but. She's taking pictures of him, and I'm like, right off the bat, I shipped them together. I'm down for this. You know, I love a second romance, so I'm waiting for this to happen. We're at episode eight, and it's kind of building up a little bit, but not really. It's not going fast enough for me as far as their romance, but that's all right, because the storyline he's in, he's good. He's good. But anyway, so, okay, so we go back. They have grown up. I realize that we're in, we're in present time, <laughs> and that when uh, Lee Lim actually killed his father, it was uh, it was 1994. So we were not in the Joseon era during that period, even though it looked like it. So we were in 1994. Um, they believe Lee Lim is dead, but he actually ended up in the other world. Now they're calling this. I was seeing it more as dimensions. They keep saying parallel universe. And I believe they're similar. But I'm probably going to call it dimensions. Because once I realized that it was not a time jump. That's where I went. Like okay different dimensions. So we're in. Um, Kingdom of Korea. Is the one dimension. And Korea is spelled with a C. And then we have the Republic of Korea. With a K over in the current year well actually i believe it's 2019 so we have those two dimensions going on Emin ho is has grown up obsessed with this little id card that he has with this picture of june tao so he's been obsessed with her forever <laughs> and somehow he ends up he ends up with the second half of this flute, and he ends up going into this other world mistakenly. He's on his white horse, which, sidebar, I love Maximus. He's so cute, but he's on his, like, huge white horse going down the street, and I believe they're in Busan. It's not so, um, but she's like, you know, so she stops him because he's interrupting traffic and everything. And he realizes her on a picture and he just gives her a hug. And that's kind of how we end episode one of this. And I was like, I just, I don't understand his obsession with her. I understand, I mean, I understand how he can be curious about who this person is on this ID. But he, it doesn't even seem like he thinks she's the one that saved him. I mean, she could be. 
But I don't see how that would work because she is in the other world, but she's in the other world currently. And if she was there in 1994, she would not be the same age that she is in the world currently, if that makes sense. So, because she's about the same age she is on that ID in both worlds right now. So, but in the world of the kingdom of Korea, she is a thief and kind of a con. And in the Republic of Korea, she's a police officer. So, but anyway, Emiho discovers her, and he's, like, obsessed, following her around. He's selling the buttons on his jacket are gold buttons, so he's selling the gold buttons to get money to stay in his world at a hotel so that he can, like, get to know her and follow her around. And and she's and she's just like, you are out of your mind. Leave me alone. And I saw some people was upset because she was doing him this way. But I feel like it's 100% legit. If someone comes up to me, unless you got some solid, solid proof, am I going to believe that it's another a parallel you're from a parallel dimension or another dimension <laughs> another world he just keeps saying it well i'm king in my world i'm this and, and i'm like and she doesn't believe him and she shouldn't believe him so until you see it with your own eyes you won't believe any craziness like that now he is a nice guy I like um even Ho plays him he's very sweet um, very funny. He's he's an adorable king, and he's a good king. Like he seems to care about the people. Uh, well, except when he leaves the palace for days at a time to go over this world and don't tell nobody. Um, that's an issue. <laughs> and his little um, but he's staying over in this other world. He's there for a little while, and he's getting to know her. And they finally. She's finally warming up to him at one point, but then he has to go back to um, the kingdom of Korea. So I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking they'll be gone, separated for a little while, but he comes back fairly quickly for the drama. It just, he comes back, like I said, he comes back and forth to me often, and there seems to be no repercussions. Lee Leung went over there in 1994, and it seems for the most part he stayed over there. Um, it's maybe in cases where he's not, where he's building his army, because he is moving people. He's telling people in this world, hey, you can live in this kingdom over here and have a better life. So he's swapped people out. He's like killed people and replaced people. He's doing all this weirdness to to build his agenda. <laughs> so we'll we'll hopefully we'll get more on that later. And he also has people from the kingdom of Korea that he moved over there back in 1994. So he has allies to to move his cause. To move his cause along, which is for him to rule everything, it seems like. And then we also have Prime Minister Cole, I believe her name is. I'm not sure. She's over in the Kingdom of Korea. She's flirting with the king real hard. Uh, but the king ain't really checking for her at all. He's not interested. So I don't really get her purpose as of yet. Because it's not a love triangle by any means. Unless it's some type of forced marriage situation or a forced engagement that happens. So I don't know what her true purpose is. 
but someone is sending her like newspapers from the Republic of Korea. And she's like, what? So stuff, we see her with these newspapers of Trump visiting uh, Korea and BTS stories. And that's not over in their world. So she's just like, what is this? What is happening? So someone is trying to inform her. I don't know if Lee Them is somehow trying to get her on his side, like who's sending her these things. So I'm curious as about how that's going to come into play. And then we have um, G Tao Jun Tao. We're just going to call her Tao, uh, the police officer. She has a partner who. I, I thought he was going to be shady at first, but he's just, you know, the struggle's real for him. He's struggling financially. Sometimes he's sleeping at the police precinct. Sometimes he's not. His mom's a hot mess. He had to arrest his mom. It's, you know, and he's in love with her and she's in love with his weirdo king. So, you know, in his opinion. So, you know, the guy's not, he's not doing that well. But he's still holding off on uh, these gangsters are trying to give him money. So it seems he's still holding off on going straight shady. Um, but he, we find out at the end that he, he at one point was over in the kingdom of Korea. But here's the thing. Like I said, we've been back and forth a lot. Several characters have been back and forth a lot. And there seems to be no repercussions. He has no real memory of being over there. Like, he keeps getting this one little flashback that reminded him, like, hey, I remember when this guy's father died and I saw him on TV. He was the king over there. Like, hey, I was in this different dimension. But why doesn't he remember? I mean, everybody else remembers exactly what's going on. At one point, you know, um, at one point we take... Uh, Ta'u over to the kingdom of Korea when she finally starts believing the king. She goes over there for a little while. And so I don't understand why he doesn't remember anything. So I'm wondering how that's going to play out because he should have some memory of this. He should know that he was over there and why he's why he's in this dimension now. Everybody else who's crossed, it remembers exactly what happened and why. So why doesn't he? So hopefully we'll get that explanation sooner rather than later. Um, and now the romance in this. So the main romance is between the king and Tae who is a police officer. I I feel like I see a lot of stuff so far as saying they have no chemistry, they're boring, blah blah blah. I feel like it's good. Is They're not going to be one of my OTPs. <laughs> um, but I feel like they're carrying it well enough. Especially when she's over. Seems when it's just them. When she's over in the palace. And they're making dinner together. They're getting to know each other. When they're over in the Republic of Korea. And they're just having dinner at like the fast food place. And getting to know each other. And they're a little comedic back and forth. Like I feel like they pull it off really well. I like their chemistry. It's it's not the strongest of chemistries. It's not Park So June, Park Me Young level chemistry. Um, but it's good. I'm not hating on it at all. I enjoy it. So I'm here for it. Um I will, like I said, I wish the Woohoo Don Woo sorry, Woodoo Han and 
the photographer, I wish they would go a little bit more on their romance. And also, they do have a relationship in the new world as well. In not the new world, but in the Republic of Korea, when he's the awkward, <laughs> the kind of awkward guy um, version of himself. So, and this is another thing too, like, they've seen, like, the the captain has seen, the captain of the guard has seen the other version of himself. They talk to each other. They interact with each other. There's no repercussions of this. Like, they even imitated each other. You know, it's so there's no repercussions to this. I feel like we're just going in and out of this world and with this flute thing, and there's nothing. And I'm like, what? Oh, sorry. So, I just, that... That's bothering me a little, just a little bit, like I said earlier. I feel like we should develop some type of, um, some type of effects from this. So, and I'm, I mean, that could come later. Like I said, this is just the first eight episodes. So that could come later. And there was, in the beginning, before, um, before the king crossed over to the Republic of Korea, the police officer was in her car and she saw, at first I thought she saw like an older version of herself. And I was like, is she dead? But when I rewinded, it was just another version of herself. So it was the the version of her in the other dimension. So I don't know if that's going to come into play again. You know, it was a quick, she saw it in a rearview mirror. So it was just like a quick little gasp, like, what is this? <laughs> um, so I'm hoping that something will come from that. But you never really know. So at this point, um, for predictions, I think I think we're gonna have a semi happy ending. We're either gonna have bittersweet or just happy. I don't see it going too far down from that. Um, but I don't know how we're gonna work out the two dimension thing because even hold the king is dead and the the Republic of Korea. Um, but we have two versions of the police officer in both worlds. So I'm not really sure, like, if, can she stay in the kingdom with her other self? Like I said, we don't really have any rules established. <laughs> so is there, like, a time frame or anything like that? I don't know. But my prediction is it will be a happy ending, um, somehow her and Eamon Ho character, the king, will be together. And I think that I'm definitely calling <laughs> Wu Du Han and the photographer being together. Hopefully she is working in the palace right now. So hopefully they'll get to know each other more. Now, they seem their relationship at this point seem to be going a little further along with their versions in the Republic of Korea. There seems to be a they have definitely have a stronger friendship. And it seems to be leaning towards a flirt man's, but he's so goofy that he's not really going for it. So we'll see. But I'm hoping in the world, because I'm really shipping for them in the Kingdom of Korea. So I hope in the Kingdom of Korea they're together and we get more of their stories. Because your girl loves a secondary romance and I am ready for them to build on that. And I think, okay, his... The professor who came to look after him after his father passed, they mentioned that he cannot have any kids that live in the area. So all his kids have to live abroad. 
So this could be far-fetched, but I'm thinking that somehow her, because we don't know the police officer's father. I believe it was said that he left or something. We know his mom. We haven't had anything about his father. So, and he lived over in the kingdom of Korea. So I'm for sure, not for sure, for sure. <laughs> Cause no, it's a little far-fetched, but I'm thinking he's one of the kids of the professor and somehow to guarantee his safety, uh, the professor, instead of him had him go abroad, had him go to this other dimension. Um, but my only problem with that is that I don't understand why he, like I said earlier, why he won't remember living in this this other kingdom when everyone else does. So hopefully that'll be explained. But I do think he's probably he could be the son of the what the son of the professor. Um, there's for sure going to be a battle of some sort between the king and Lilo. Um, and I could also see, I hate to say it, I hate to say it, y'all, but I could also see the death of of Captain Joe. I can see him possibly dying to help in battle with Lee Lim and then the king having to take over. Because the king can fight. We've seen several, uh, several scenes where he's battled a whole bunch of gangsters, <laughs> um, and not got a scratch on him. So I'm thinking that maybe in some way, Captain, uh, I hope I'm wrong. Please let me be wrong. But Captain Joe could possibly be killed. Um, but she, this, okay. This writer has done bromances in the past, especially with Goblin and Descendants of the Sun. I believe she did write that too, but they have excellent ones and no one well, it's hard to say no one died because Goblin is all over the place. They're kind of already dead. But you know what I mean. So, hopefully, we'll eke out. He won't die. He won't die. But I could see it happening, honestly. Um, hopefully, Maximus won't die. I love that horse. He's so cute. Um, and I also think that... I don't, I don't think the worlds are going to combine in some way or anything. So I'm pretty sure they're going to stay separate. I think it's more of a matter of who's going to be where. Um, and so Prime Minister Ko, I believe is her name. Like I said, I don't really know her purpose at this point. But I'm pretty sure she's going to end up over in a Republic of Korea somehow. And also she might stay over there because she's trying to gain more and more power over in the kingdom of Korea and the men keep stepping on her. You know, she's, I mean, she's got a lot of power so far. Um, but they keep, you know, shame. She just trying to look cute. She doesn't care about this. You know, they're, they're really not letting her do the job she want to do. And the Republic of Korea is more used to women. So I could see her going over there and wanting to stay and, do a power play over there it just depends on how everything pans out uh but she for sure is going to end over the end up over there at some point for some matter of time because they're sending her those newspaper articles and she's a curious person i mean she's like why is the king hasn't been out in three days she just run up in the castle the man they open his door so i don't think she's just going to get these newspapers and be like this is weird and toss them to the side she's going to be curious she's going to investigate so she and they're 
I mean, everybody's ending up over there so far. It seemed like besides her and who is it? The head lady, Joe, the one that takes care of the king. She's so cute. She's adorable. Um, she's probably one of my favorite characters too. I haven't talked about her just because her primary job is to take care of the king. She's the mother figure. So she hasn't had any like, her role is a lot so I don't want to say she hasn't had any deeper plot lines but she is she's his support she's the mom she gives the emotional support she looks out for him she covers for him you know she makes sure that he she taught him how to cook because the food he says himself the food I make the food I make is the only food guarantee not to be poisoned so it makes sense <laughs> um so she's she's really looks out for him she loves him and she's she's just adorable. <laughs> so she's the only one that hasn't been over in this other world, her and the prime minister. It seemed like everybody else is going back and forth all willy-nilly. So we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, that's my prediction. Some sort of happy ending. Oh, Captain Joe could die. I don't want him to die. Um, and I do believe the, the couple is going to be together and that the prime minister is going to end up over and the other on the in the Republic of Korea. Those are my thoughts and predictions on the King Eternal Monarch. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed talking to you. If you have any comments, you can reach me on Twitter at Dramatic Chit Chat, or you can reach me at Dramatic Chit Chat or at gmail.com. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate your support, and I will be back next week with a new episode.